listening to Tapped In, Buckham County's Half Hour to Empower on WRES 100.7 FM in Asheville. Listen up and get tapped into local important resources, information, and topics. Learn more about the topics of today's show at buncombecounty.org. Okay, it's time to get tapped in. Oh my goodness, it is 2023 in Buncombe County. And if you hear my voice, that means you're tapped in. I'm here today, Zakia Bell Rogers, with my wonderful co-host. And I'm Leonard Jones. And we come to you from Buckham County Communication and Public Engagement, where we are the Cape. So, who's our guest today, Leonard? We have a very special guest with us today. It's our own supervisor, Miss Rashida Hall. She is the Buncombe County's community um, specialist, um, community development supervisor, actually, with the Cape. And so, we're excited to have her here today to be a little different show, just to learn um, how um, community engagement evolved here at Buncombe County and her role in that. And so, we welcome Rashida. Yay! Thank y'all so much today. We're so happy to have you and we're going to be on our best behavior because this is our supervisor so dr jones so tell us about you i mean you're a native of Asheville. I am. I am. I've been a native for, for a long, 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 long time. That's what a native is. Mm-hmm. And the only time I've left uh, Buncombe County is when I went to um, college and graduate school. And I was so excited to be able to come back to my county and serve. I mean, when I graduated with my social work degree, I emailed the county management at that time in 2003 and I said, hey, I want to come back to Buncombe County and I just got my degree in social work. And she said, Rashida, I can have you I interview in two weeks. And that's how we got started. And I've been here for almost 19 years. Can wow. You know? That's a long time. That is a very long <laughs> that time. That is a very long time. But it's nice to be able to work for um, a county that cares about our neighbors, our community. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I think we do a great job trying to figure out the best interests of folks, right? Mm -hmm. Because we've had some, for years, some many, many conversations. And it it, it can be hard some days. But as long as you have your heart in the right place and you want to get back to your community, you're always going to do a great job. So um, I I am continuing to be delighted to work for this county. And we have great leadership. And, of course, I have a wonderful team. (laughs) I've always had a wonderful team. And we just do the work. So we've we've done a lot. So I know we're here today to talk about how we started community engagement. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's kind of funny how it started. It's it's, it's a whole story to this. But I'll try my best to keep it brief (laughs) because I am a talker. (laughs) Is that one day we were at um, lunch, and this is when Zakia and I were in um, children's services. Yes. And I was a foster care supervisor. And um, we were talking about a lot of things that was going on in our community. Because I think in 2012, 2013, we had a huge number of cases, of child protective uh, cases that involved, at that time, domestic violence. Because we lumped everything with domestic violence mm-hmm. in 2012. I think we do a better job of saying family violence or partner, intimate partner partner violence, violence. Mm -hmm. and separating the two because they are very different. Mm -hmm. So at that time, um, it was many cases. I won't name a community because I respect all the communities that we work with. But it was a lot of cases in this particular community about domestic violence and just just violence, period. And I said, we need to do something. So Zakia challenged 
me and said, okay, you want to talk about what are you going to do about it, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, who are the folks that can talk about how we can help community and just had a passion for our community? Like friends of friends, friends of community, natives of Buncombe County, or connected to our agency. Mm -hmm. So I got this team together, a team of great individuals, and I am going to call out their names because I know what they did for me. So Zakia Bell Rogers, of course. We had Keenan Lake. We had Amy Sanook, Catherine Strakata, um, who's currently still connected to our agency Mm -hmm. in some kind of way. And Keenan has his nonprofit. And we had Tadair Bailey who developed this wonderful like computer program that you can put in each uh, child's name, age, and it will tell you all the uh, activities mm-hmm. in Buckham County for kids. Did I miss anybody? No. A kid? I'm sorry if I did. No, you didn't. Just excuse it to my heart. <laughs> yes. But anyway, um, you know how some people say we need to get uh, an evidence-based model. We didn't do that. We mm-hmm. had about 15 questions that we wanted to take out to the specific community. And while that was going on, unfortunately, we had a tragic situation in one of the communities where a young guy, I think it was five, died at the hands of his mother's boyfriend. So we were like, we got to do something. It's just too, 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 too much violence. And I have to plug in there. It was in the middle of winter. Yes. So it was cold. (laughs) And we were doing this. I mean, we did this for a whole year. Mm -hmm. So we went out, this whole team Just wanted to make a difference. So we knocked on 81 apartments and said, can you just do the survey? So after we did all that and had some hard conversations with folks, like, why are you coming to this neighborhood? I mean, when you're doing public engagement, you have to earn someone's trust. That's not going to happen overnight. Two nights, you start, you got, you just got to do it. So in one particularly one that really kind of changed it for me is that Like I said, at the time, I was a supervisor and I had to make decisions about, you know, adopting Terminator rights. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went into someone's home and she said, I know you. And I said, well, how does she know me? And she bluntly said, you adopted my grandkids out. So I had to sit with that emotion Mm -hmm. because she didn't do the abuse and neglect. Her daughter did. Yeah. So she never got to see her grandkids again. And I wanted to change that practice to where we can have those conversations. And I was honest with her. I said, I made decisions. It wasn't all my decisions because everything is too level based on the information that I had. But I Mm -hmm. still recognize the pain that she had. And I realized that from going to um, door to door, that a lot of folks in this community, they were having a hard time coming to our agency which is a helping agency mm-hmm. for help. And how can we change that, right? Yeah. So that's what we learned. We learned that a lot of people didn't trust yeah. DSS. Well, at the a lot time. of people don't trust systems. Yes. You know, yes. So. And how do we change that, right? Yeah, how do we change that? We changed that by doing the work. Yes, we did. So and we building went, those relationships. That's mm-hmm. right. And that's still that's that's a great that's one of the values that we have on this team is definitely building relationships and being transparent. Because sometimes mm-hmm. we do have to have tough conversations. Oh, yeah. And we can't make any promises, you know? Mm-hmm. We're gonna all have our difference differences. So um I asked the county management at that time, if we can present, and we had this huge um, presentation yes. and just a, a meeting like, hey, we, we're going to have to change our practice when we're interacting with people. 
So how do we do that? So at the time, my management said, hey, Rashida and the group, we're willing to invest money back out in the community, right? So we're Buncombe County. We're great at doing that. But what made it so special is that we invested money in the nonprofits that had already been established mm -hmm. in Buncombe County. So yeah. to talk about our nonprofits, they're amazing. They're nonprofits who have already had relationships with the people yeah. they, they are um, serving every day. So why not be in partnership with that piece? Mm -hmm. hey, would you like to name some of those? Yeah. Oh, yes. So we have a BIPA. Oh, yeah. They've been a long time connector um, in our community. The leadership there, and they really work on some of those disparities in our community. Mm -hmm. um, our partner was Swannanoa Valley Christian Ministry at the time. Mm -hmm. We had Asheville, um, Buncombe County Christian Ministry. And then we um, had Mana. We now have Spark. We have always worked with Big Ivy. Mm -hmm. And that's out in Barnesville because we want to, yes. when we're talking about equity, we want to work across the board in Buncombe County, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, let me see if I'm missing anything, Leonard. I don't think I am. Bounty and Soul. Bounty and Soul. Bounty That's and a new so, partner. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, it's just been a great opportunity putting that money back into our communities, investing in that, and just making that connection. Another important piece of that is our investment and connection and collaboration with Mana mm -hmm. Food Bank. Yes. Right? So, at that time, Mana has always provided healthy mm -hmm. food to our communities before we became a partnership with Mana. Yeah. So, um, Lee Pettis was the executive director at that time, and she came to me and said, Rashida, we want to change the way that we work in community. And mm -hmm. I said, well, we want to do that too. So how can we be a pioneer in this together? And she said, I know sometimes we're dropping our food, the kids are playing with it. We've seen that, yes. throwing tomatoes. And, you know, considering the cost of food right now, yeah. <laughs> you want to savor all that we have. So we got together and... Manda came up with this um, model to set it up like a fresh market. Ah. So do you remember that, Zakia yes. and Lenny? You've been out to those, mm -hmm. and it's like you set them up with tablecloths and the names of the food, and you ask, and you people come in there. And it's, at that time, it wasn't pre-packed because we didn't have a pandemic, mm -hmm. but people got to come in there and get shopped. I no like how they food. used to have the cards yes. in front of the fruit because it, it in in languages. Yes, in so different languages. Yeah, that's and right. we, we were uh -huh. we were we had language just justice, as a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> and what was so funny is like when you get a spaghetti squash mm -hmm. and everybody would just look around and then you'll see the recipe right mm -hmm, there in front mm -hmm, of it mm -hmm. and say like this is what you can or do. Or cooking demo. Yeah, mm -hmm. or cook. A, yeah, the cooking demos were we, amazing. We had the North Carolina Cooperative. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's the agency of Raleigh, but they always been with the county to help us with those food demonstrations as well as Mana. So it, it was it was a great time that we've had that. Yeah. And um, so while doing that, we noticed that people were not only getting food, but they were having conversations with each other. Yeah, they're getting to know each other. That's right. Like, in the community. I didn't know you stayed in the building. You know, four A. You know, and and. What's your children's name? How long you been in this community? Is your family here? And we started getting like 60 to 70 people at these markets, wow. right? So we're saying, man, if we get this many people, wouldn't it be a great idea to share the information about Buncombe County? Mm -hmm. 
Right. So we started doing that. The community fair. That's right. And uh, you know that was so great <laughs> because they would have uh, someone there from Health Choice, someone there from like the YMCA, YWCA. Mm -hmm. You have all these organizations that would come together just to give their information to a community, and you know to see folks folks engaging and saying wow this is in Buncombe County this is these things are available for mm -hmm, my family mm -hmm. and I you know because a lot of times when we go home that's as far as we go mm -hmm. and so um, with this community engagement did it was like a we basically brought explore Asheville and Buncombe County to them and so that they could have a way to learn about the community yeah. so like you do you know your neighbors names not that many. I know all my neighbors' names. Yeah, well, we know you do. <laughs> we absolutely know you do. I love all my neighbors. <laughs> I mean, Candler, so I do. I know, I love all my neighbors. But, you know, I'm a native here, and, and that's important to me. But now, you know, things have truly evolved. Mm -hmm. Now we're part of a CAPE team, yes. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. The current assistant manager, Dakeisha Wesley. Yes. came up with this wonderful concept i mean we've talked about it in the past and we tried to do it mm -hmm. but she made it happen when she brought two wonderful teams communication team and our public engagement team together mm -hmm. yeah and how awesome is that the work that we're doing right mm -hmm. now yeah. because the key word too is equity yeah right so we did a lot of the groundwork and mm -hmm. we were only hurting so i mean we were only in certain neighborhoods but we can reach so many people in mm -hmm. so many different ways, right? Because yeah. we have our publicinput.com. I know you've heard that before. Yes. Right? Yes. We have our um, having a conversation with Buncombe County, our Buncombe County's corner. Yeah. We have Leonard, who works closely with our faith base mm -hmm. folks in Asheville and Buncombe County. We have our Public Engagement Alliance. Yes. And we also have our youth. Um, connection yes. and our school and African-American Greek um, connection yes. as well that we're but the on. most beautiful thing and the one thing that I'm very proud about is that we have so many connections and mm -hmm. trusted relationships in many of our neighborhoods here so that's where the heartbeat is mm -hmm. in our community because mm -hmm. we can't do this work alone this government cannot do this work alone we have to often work with other municipalities mm -hmm. we work closely with our city of Asheville yes. colleagues and other municipalities, especially when we're talking about our wonderful comprehensive plan 2043. Yes. We got a whole bunch of initiatives yes. that's coming out in Buncombe County. Um, Z, would you like to talk about our um, comprehensive plan 2043? 2043. Yes. And I know all of you are like, 2043, am I even going to be here? Yes, you are. We're claiming it. <laughs> so, a comprehensive plan is used by local governments as a board, a long range plan tool for the community. Buckham County's plan will focus on the next 20 year period. So we're not saying we're going to start in 20 years. We're saying we're going to work from when that plan is completed up to 20 years to have it completed. And how I try to explain it to people is let's say you're building a housing community and the things that you can do right now would be like mobile homes. They already come in in two weeks you can have it done. And then like things that we may take like a couple of years or something, we'll call that a modular. It's already pre-built, but we still have to invite other companies in. And things that may take 10 to 15 years, we call that a traditional stick-built home where you have to contract and meet and do all of these things and meet all these regulations. So therefore, to build 
a 2043 plan we have to look at how we're piecing it together you know it, it's like you can't put a puzzle together you can't put an all-white puzzle together without you know some kind of guidance so right. the thing is we have to plan this mm -hmm. um so um what do we be what will we be looking for you know land uses infrastructure and key community needs we're all talking about infrastructure especially after the um this past winter when all the pipes froze and we were out water yeah. on christmas the christmas miracle nobody could take a shower <laughs> so some we, some some i still have my bar yes yeah <laughs> yeah i just took a bottle of water stuck it in the thing and, and put holes in it but it was hard on a lot of it was very hard you know I mean? but what i'm proud of is that we have such a strong leadership and commission mm -hmm. and our, our relationship with the city um, mm -hmm. city of Asheville is like how do we work together yes. to even we did a great job messaging everybody yes. out in the community about the issue people were informed yeah. from Buncombe County so that's what I'm exactly proud about so yes, yes. you're right yeah so we're out there and, and that is called code red and we what we do is that we we get that information out so when, if you subscribe to this you're able to get information as we get the information so yes. is it is amazing so you know people are like well, well what are we doing so right now we're in chapter four of the comprehensive plan mm -hmm. and so right now we're going out and we're making sure that everything you contribute actually fits and, and is in the plan it are the things that you were concerned about are they in the plan and if they're not tell us they're not so where are we going to be so today is january the 11th but january the 12th we're going to be at buncombe county hhs at 40 cox and the exhibit is from nine to four you can actually get to speak to a planner too you so can actually speak too. to a planner yes ask a planner yes so <laughs> um january the 13th that's friday um, if you're one of those people who like to dare that day, go on out and um, ask a planner, 9 to 4 p.m. And then we start moving out into the community, January the 18th, West Asheville Library, um, 10 to 5.45, January 24th, Leicester Library, um, drop-in exhibit, 10 a.m. to 5.45 p.m. And January 27th at Inca Candler Library. Ask a planner on that day from 10 to 5.45. And of course, we'll keep updating you on that and we'll give you more dates as we come. But, you know, we've had more than 3,000 residents to give their feedback. Yes, which it's, is outstanding. Which is outstanding. Yes, and it, so, it is, it is. you know, and we did a lot of groundwork. We were very boots on the ground. We're getting information and going to talk to folks. So, and let me say this too, um, Zaki, is that I know we have them at the library, but please don't fret because mm -hmm. we could be coming to a neighborhood near, near you. So if you're interested in knowing more about the plan, just give us a call. You know, you want to know more information in your neighborhood? We will come out. We're often at Shiloh mm -hmm. Association meeting, East End Associating meeting. We have the Barton, the Burton Street mm -hmm. Association meeting, and we work closely with um, Poder Emma out in their communities to talk about all our great initiatives with the county. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we have going on that I'm very excited about, when you're talking about funding and how we can get back to our community, we have the Economic Service received seven million wow. infusion for emergency rental assistance. So Buncombe County Services is poised to reboot emergency rental assistance with more than $7 million in funding. Mm -hmm. The Board of our Commissioners, of course, 
approved a budget amendment accepting funding from the state's federal allocation, North Carolina, pro-emergency rental assistance to in the amount of $7,980,000. So this is going to be a huge yes. initiative in this county. So if you have some issues with, um, especially in this time of COVID, food mm-hmm. prices continue to increase. We're continuing to be in a pandemic. We can help you with financial assistance if you meet those qualifications. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. I will not make promises, but funding is very available to rent for rent, mortgage, utilities, and anything that has been impacted by COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. So please call our office at 250-5500 to learn more. Mm-hmm. So this is fantastic. So we definitely want to get this information out. And please understand, you will need to have proof of income 2022 taxes, check stubs, or an official letter from your employer. So I don't want you to get there and you don't have that. So just make sure when in doubt, pick it all up and carry it out. So um, also you'll need to be at 80% of the medium income. Um, the area median income. So that means for one family, that's 45,000. One member, that's $45,000. For two family members, that's 51,400. Uh, 51, and three, it, three family members is 57,800. And it continues to go up. And if you have more than five members, please call Health and Human Services for assistance so they can let you know um, what your um, status is. And we also would like to bring to um, residents' attention that Buncombe County also has a new affordable parking program. They heard from community that is very costly to park downtown, and that's where many of us work. And so the city, um, Buncombe County, heard heard that complaint and came up with a program that will offer 150 spots at the Cox Avenue parking deck, which is located at 11 Sears alley for forty dollars per month this new initiative focused on the service industry and retail workers and they are now taking applications and we just want to remind you that the, the application was open for three weeks but it closes this friday january the 13th mm-hmm. and for um after applying a lottery system will determine who gets the 150 reduced cost parking spots everyone else um, will be put on a waiting list with the chance to get a spot based on attrition and the eligibility requirements that you must work downtown in the Asheville area within one mile of Pack Square. You must earn less than 80% area medium income, have a valid driver's license, and have a credit card or bank account to link for payment. Mm-hmm. Um, applicants, again, must be age 18 or older. So we strongly encourage that this application is now currently opening, and it will close this Friday, January the 13th. Um, but if you work downtown looking for an affordable way to park, this is another opportunity that Buncombe County is trying to address the needs of our community and especially those that work downtown. So you can complete an application online and you can find that information at www.buncombecounty.org or you can also call 828-250-5060 if you need assistance completing that application. So we want to make sure that community is informed about this great opportunity, especially for those who work downtown. Yeah, because we know our community is, is, you know, our folks one bunkum we're the ones who make the businesses downtown move smoothly and for our you know um tourists and everything so mm-hmm. the thing is uh, buckham county heard you and they are responding and so let's let's make sure that you know we get this information out to each other 
We definitely do respond. Mm -hmm. And we also just want to bring to your attention that, you know, a lot of people don't hear about here want to hear about taxes, but there are four ways to pay your property taxes. And four. yes, it it is past January the fifth, so you are delinquent if you have not paid your taxes, but don't fret, you still can reach out to BuncombeCounty.org um, at tax or call eight two eight two five zero four nine one zero if you have additional questions. And those four ways to pay, you can pay by mail with check or money order. Um, you also can pay online at BuncombeCounty.org backslash pay taxes. The third way is to place your check or money order in one of the uh, drop boxes, which is located in front of the Family Justice Center at 35 Woodfin Street or the tax department located at 94 Cox. And then the number four way to pay is pay by credit card over the telephone. Mm -hmm. And you can have your bill handy and call one 877 Six nine zero three seven two nine and enter code four three zero one, and just follow the instructions. So those are four ways to get your property taxes paid, um, and they're also just. If you have questions, give that call to find out if there's different ways that you can set up arrangements as well. Um, my goal is to keep everyone in their homes and just um, just do their um, responsibility of paying their taxes for the property that you own. So there's four ways to pay your taxes here in Buncombe County. This this is good, Leonard. Thank you for explaining that because what comes with taxes, taxes are property values, mm -hmm. right? So we're going to have these appeal clinics. Yes very soon that the county be, will be responsible for. But I do want to talk about this wonderful partner. Uh, we've been in partners with Physical Legal Services and then London Sky Association of Realtors that are currently having a property value appeal clinics right now. Yes. So if you want to learn more about the market value of property and how to fix your property assessment, property taxes, they can help. So we have our next one in January the 12th. 12th. Thursday from 4 to 6 at Weaverville Library. Mm -hmm. And we have one January 21st, Saturday from 11 to 5. Well, it's a call-in event, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not able to make it, you just give them a call. We have it on 124-23 Tuesday from 4 to 6 at Skyland Library. And January 26th at Ingalls on Leicester Highway. So their telephone number, if you can't make it in person, Please connect directly to them at 828-767-5398 or 828-712-3748. So I do know Keith, um, who is the director of our uh, tax department. Appraisal. Appraisal. Thank you for correcting property me. Appraisal. Property, property appraisal. Because <laughs> you know I'm bad at seeing taxes. We want to change that yes. lingo, right? Yes. Thank you for correcting me. And he is very, um, he wants to make sure that yes. his department meets the needs of our folks in the community. Mm -hmm. So if you have any issues, questions, comments, he is very open to hear it as well as his staff. Yes. So they are willing to make um, payment arrangements, had a conversation about your property um, reappraisals. And the one thing that's beautiful about Keith is like, he said, I want to go out to the community. So mm. where, where can we have these clinics, right? Yeah. So, so we have new dates coming up that they're planning right now yes. to go into those communities. And so we're, we're talking about those legacy communities as well. Um, your Shiloh area, your East End area. So we're looking at those places. And if you have a place that you're thinking about going or want um, us to come, 
get in contact with us let us know you know you know the thing is we can't we can't read your minds and the best way to tell us anything is get in contact with us we're out there in the community yes just reach out and we will reach back so always know that and i heard you say legacy community can you let the re uh, listeners know what exactly are our legacy neighborhoods our legacy yes. neighborhoods is, that is Rashida's baby. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not my baby. It's, yes. it's, it's all of our babies. Yes. But I would be remiss if I didn't um, give a shout out to Rebecca Brothers. Yes. This was a lot of her work, mm -hmm. especially dealing with the Isaac Coleman Initiative and how the county has been working on um, the Isaac Coleman Economic Community Investment Grant since 2017. Wow. Our commissioners have always had an investment. $500,000 to put money back into those neighborhoods and the legacy neighborhoods of the Astra Buncombe Community Land Trust, Burton Street Community Association, East End Valley Street Neighborhood Association, Padera Emma Community Ownership, Shala Community Association, and we have just added Southside Rising Neighborhood. And wow. we're very excited about that. And it just evolved to so much and not only do we have legacy neighborhoods we have our village round table yeah and that is definitely a collaboration with the city of Asheville Brenda uh, Mills is the chief equity and inclusion director mm -hmm. and it's just a way to help folks get to connect it and we can connect with people about the information and initiatives of the city and the county and how yes. well we work together. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. We'll continue to have these meetings. Check our website. Call us if you want to be a part of those meetings. We welcome anyone. It's really great to be informed by your local government. Yes. That's what we want. And we're just excited to continue to make pathways through this beautiful community. So. And we just also like to bring to our attention is that the um, Buncombe County, along along with the city of Asheville, is working on a reparation initiative. And so right now the commission has been set, but we want community involvement and input and stay informed about these opportunities that we have. Most of those meetings are made on the third Monday at the Harris Cherokee Center, but we just want to continue to put that out on the airways that the reparation um, initiative is still going on and that we want community to stay informed, involved, and at those meetings they do offer opportunities for public um, comment. So we really want to hear from the community and really try to make this initiative very successful here. So we strongly encourage people to participate in a general meeting and also the impact focus area meetings that's happening in the various community um, centers around the area. Criminal Justice is meeting at the Montfort Community Center on the second and third Wednesdays. Economic Development mm -hmm. meets on the first Thursday in the Burton Street Community Center. Um, education on the second and fourth Tuesdays. Most of these meetings are at six p.m. to eight p.m. and that education um, educational impact focus area meets at the YWCA um, located on South French Broad Avenue. Health and Wellness meets every other Tuesday at the Stevens Lee Recreational Center and housing also meets on the second Tuesday at the Stevens Lee Recreational Center. So that's a very important initiative especially for the black community and the uh, um, descendants of black residents here in Asheville and Buckland County and so we really want people to really know that that initiative is still ongoing and want community mm -hmm. to stay involved mm -hmm. so um, please keep your ear out be involved and stay informed on what's happening with the reparation well done well done all right you know what 
We've had so much fun. We had so much to cover. We <laughs> have actually run out of time. So if you would just leave us. I know. Just leave us with a blip of <laughs> what you all want for everyone out here in our community and what we have to look forward to. Continue to connect with Buncombe County government. Mm -hmm. Yes. Be heard. Be heard. Stay involved. Yeah. Stay involved and speak up. A lot of initiatives that came out is due to those who have spoken up and spoke to government, and government is responsive to it. Yes. So as we wrap up today and we look back at 2022, and we have survived another year, and many of us have made resolutions. We want to resolve things in our life. Well, how about we get together and resolve things in our community? Getting in contact with your local government being active, being involved. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have all of these ways to get in contact with us. Stay connected. We are one bunkum. We invite you in. We are a family. We are one tree. We are one voice. We are one community. We are one. Thank you. We are one. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tapped In, Buncombe County's half hour to empower, here on WRES 100.7 FM in Nashville. Learn more about today's topic at buncombecounty.org. Otherwise, stay tuned for more great episodes coming up. <laughs>